with the 247th pick of the NFL draft, the San Francisco 49ers select the Braden Wait Room Willie Willie. <laughs> Yo, 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 what's up, student fans? You already know who it is. It's your boy, Jay Heasy, my co-host and former captain. Now, 49er, the weight room, Willie, along with our boy number 28 on the field, future captain, the Stutzman, and this is the podcast on the prairie. <laughs> yes, what up, 49 What's man, up? What's going on? Y'all see me repping, man. I got my name on it. Only here repping. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir, man. You it's look good, good man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, man. Bang, bang, Niner gang, man. Let's go. Bang, bang, Niner gang. That's their, uh, that's their thing. Like that's what they say. That's what I've been hearing. So I went along with it. If I, if I'm not, then I mean, somebody will say something. But I'm going with it I'm to that. <laughs> D-Stuts, we got to make you start wearing hats, bro, because I don't know if your hair is, is going to be cut. You guys gave me a few hours, so I took a nice nap, put a little Versace <laughs> shirt on. Now I'm ready to record. <laughs> I didn't even repeat that was Versace. That really is a Versace shirt? Yeah, I think it's my roommate. So it's a little big, but you can't tell. So we look yeah. good on, on the pod. Okay, okay. At least okay. you're not going all. At least you're not going all Eric Gray on us. He showed up in, like, everything. I'm surprised yeah. B. Willie doesn't have a have a chain yet. They seen you your check yet? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I ain't got no check, man. I was thinking about getting a chain before the draft, but I was moving around so much that I couldn't have the me and the jeweler couldn't make it happen. But uh, afterwards, oh. I mean, yeah, you know, you mean we might oh, see yeah. what's up with a chain, yeah. You, you, you and the jeweler couldn't make it happen. Huh? You couldn't make it happen in a time frame given, man. You know, I was flying all around, doing all this other stuff, moving out, spring game. He's in Houston. I'm here. It's just time wasn't good, but man, we'll, we'll make it happen yep. soon. Okay. I can't wait to see it. You know what's always funny about the spring game, bro? Danny, I'm sure you saw this. All the NFL guys are come back with some type of bling on, and it's like super shiny on the sidelines. Like you could probably mm -hmm. see it from the top of the stadium. Danny, I know right. you saw that. Yep. They, they, they try and show out. They come back and they put, on, yeah. they put everything I got on. You know, you play. They deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I saw D, I saw CD at the uh, Heisman ceremony the night before the game, and I was just like, "Bro, like, goodness!" Like, he, I don't know if y'all saw his chain, but I'm just like, "Good, bro! Like, you you belong in a music video, good, bro! You don't even look like a football player." <laughs> I didn't even see it. I gotta go back and look at it. Yeah, him, Cody Ford, all those dudes. But anyway, anyways, yeah. back on the Bang Bang Niner Gang, whatever. <laughs> Bro, first off, congratulations. Appreciate it, dog. Appreciate it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't call you or anything because I'm like, I'm just going to talk to him on the podcast here in a few. So right. like, this is my official, like, I'm so proud of you, bro. Ah, my parents called it. me. People <laughs> called me. They was blowing up my phone for you. I'm like, yes. Like, mm -hmm. I'm yes, I just saw Braden get drafted. Everybody's calling me at the same time. Like, I just got picked up. I'm like, hello. <laughs> Uh, that's love, man. So, yeah, no, it was it was cool, man. It was a nice little thing. I mean, I expected to go a lot earlier, and you know, everything it shakes yeah. out different ways. But God don't make no mistakes, and um, yeah, you know, it's kind of nerve wracking at the end because I'm like, wow, like what's going on? But you know, it worked out for the best. So, can you take us through that? Like, what was you, 
I know I talked about my process, like, but what was it like for you? How did you feel going into the third day? What was your agent saying? Yeah. Um, what, what was the whole process like for you? Yeah, it was, uh, it was different. It was weird because, uh, I actually, day two, I was kind of thinking I might be coming off the board late round three. So, uh, we had, you know, we were talking to my agent. I was, I came out when I was out here, I was with my girl and, uh, my little sister had just flew in and I was like, man, you know, I'm gonna go get me some nice, some nice shoes. I've been wanting some Louis Vuitton shoes, man. So I went and got some Louis Vuitton shoes. And so we went out to uh, Dallas to uh, one of the luxury malls out there and went and got yeah. them. And my agent called me and he was like, what you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm spending time with family, all that good stuff. And he was like, okay, when you get, when you know, when the draft starts, I need you to kind of be back like in position. He was like, you know, just talking to the Niners, they have a five on you, but they very well have a three on you as well. Like if, if you're available, if, you know, things shake out the way they do, you know, if a lot of tight ends mm -hmm. go and they get nervous, they're going to take you in the third. And so I was like, okay, cool. Cause this was after the first round one, this is after the first day and only one went off. And I was All like, right. dang, man, I needed more to come off. And so, you know, day two starts and a lot of tight ends are coming off the board. I'm like, that's good. That's good. You know? And I don't know. I was like number four or five on their, like or, uh, their tight end, like who they liked. But a couple yeah. of those guys were so early that they weren't going to be able to get them. So it was really just like me and like three other guys. And so like a lot of tight ends, but I didn't know who those guys were. A lot of mm -hmm. tight ends came off the board and I was thinking, yeah, maybe it could happen. So my agent was like, make, make sure you keep your phone open. You know what I'm saying? Make sure, you know, you're in position. Make sure you not on do not disturb all that stuff. So I was like, okay. We got to it. They took a kicker in the third. I'm like, okay, that's different. And then got to the last pick of the third round. I was like, okay, this might be it. But then like no call, like, like we got to a pick before and a call that never came in. I was like, ah, I was like, I guess they're going oh, yeah. another position. And then, uh, they took my, my new teammate, my new teammate, uh, Cameron Latou from Alabama. They took him and I was like, oh no, I was like, oh, they got their tight end, yeah. man. I was like, I guess they off the I board. Yeah. And, you know, all the so so going into after day two, I was kind of lost because, you know, every team that talked to me, the absolute heaviest, like the teams that were like, we're going to draft him. All those mm -hmm. were like off the board. Right. The biggest the big three um, of teams were like the Bills, Cowboys and um, the Niners. So Bills yep. took one in the first Cowboys took one in the second and then. You know, the Niners took one in the third. I'm like, oh, man, like, everybody's asking me, you know, when at the draft party the next day, everybody's asking me, like, oh, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? I'm like, I don't know. I was okay expecting to go yesterday. Yeah. But <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know. We had a little running bet. My mom made, did this thing where she ordered these stickers, put them on cards, yeah. and we put them on a fire, on the mantle above the fireplace. We had little strings coming down. And you could put you five minute five dollar minimum bet to get in, and we had like a little notepad, and basically you go into any team that you thought I was gonna go to, and you put you hang it on there, and you know write your name down, and then at the oh, end, that's cool. Yeah, whoever got it right, <laughs> yeah, they got the whole pot. It ended up being like four hundred fifty five hundred dollars, but eight people picked the Niners, so they split it into you know eight uh. ways. Some like it was like some like fifty dollars or 
or fifty six dollars, something like that, that everybody got. So you put in five, you come out with a fifty dollar. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. <laughs> but you know, going hey, Danny, so trying to go day three. You said what? I said Danny, take notes. I'm writing this yeah. down as we talk, man. Hey, <laughs> there's a lot of fun things you could do, man. Cause I told my family, I was like, I don't want to be sitting around like you know, just watching the thing all tense and everything. And, you know, I wanted to be up and doing stuff. We had cards going dominoes, but me, I ended up, I had my homeboys come and we were all looking at things, talk about the bets. Then we came, all my aunties, my grandmother and all them were in the other room. So we were like, I was like, let's get out the front of the TV while we're like deciding on who we're going to put our, who y'all going to put y'all's bets on. So we came yeah. down here and we ended up sitting down to talk about like, like, all the process and everything. Then we end up watching it. And that's what it ended up turning out, like turning up for me. Like I was just sitting there watching the thing, like everybody started getting tensed up and everything. But as like the, you know, time went by, I'm like, man, like I, like I said, I don't know who it was going to be. There were some teams mm-hmm. that I thought maybe could uh, in the fifth. Uh, Cause they were telling me like I had contact with the Bengals. I had contact with Minnesota, I had contact with Miami and the chargers. So I was like, okay, maybe some of them. And yeah. uh, it's but, funny, yeah. like when I was doing, I became like my own agent. I was like, okay, this is who contacted me. I started like, you know, taking notes on who they already had, how many picks right. were left. And right. the less picks you got left in your head, the more nervous you get low key. But yeah. like, you don't want to seem nervous for everybody else. Like at least I did it. So I just started walking around, you know, talking to people, trying to like, do what you said, you know, play a game or something. Cause everybody know once you get nervous, then they gonna get nervous. Then yeah, everybody, everybody like, started uh, getting tense. And so then, yeah. you know, it started, it started getting a little closer down the wire, and I'm starting getting calls, and I'm starting like the Bengals tight end coach was like, you know, like okay, I'm trying, I'm pushing for you, man. We are gonna get you, and like some other teams, and then. I like I, then I, I the re, I started getting nervous when like Minnesota hit me up talking about some undrafted free agent. I'm like, no man, I don't want to go undrafted. It's like, yeah. man, I, <laughs> like how how this slide happened? Like this is a four round slide. Like man, and so then yeah. I'm like, okay, well, um, I was like, well, I mean, we'll just see. And but they're, I wasn't messing with what they were talking about, but you know that's another story. But I was mm-hmm. like, okay, and my my agent was texting me, calling me and stuff. And then finally I'm sitting there and um, I get a call from, I get a call. Oh, this is also the other thing. We thought they were going to take me in a six, but we told them that, you know, there was, you know, some, there was other teams that are interested. They had picks before them and one after them. So they thought that they were going to miss me. So they ended up passing on me in a six and I'm like, we shouldn't have said nothing. I was like, we shouldn't have said nothing. They're probably going to pick me in a six. But then, you know, we get to the seventh and like a couple picks before I get a call and I yeah. answer the phone and it's it's their manager, um, John Lynch. And, you know, he's like, hey, hey, Braden, like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm good. How are you? He's like, man, you ready to go back? Because when I was on my visit, we went to Topgolf. He's like, you ready to go back to Topgolf? And I was like, yeah, man, let's do it. And then, you know, I talked to everybody. I talked to Coach Shanahan and Coach Fleury and everybody and they're like you good man i'm like yeah i'm good now and then 
uh, <laughs> Lynch was like, yeah, man, we had you, you know, we had you going higher. We wanted to take you earlier, but you know, some things choked out the way they did. And I was like, it's all good now. Yeah. You know, it's, it's there's cool. so much, there's so much to dissect in what you just said. First thing that I remember is one bro. I'm just, I'm glad you got the call to be able to speak with everybody on the staff. Because although you may not remember who you spoke to and everything, I didn't get that. I just talked to the position coach. Right. And so to see the video of you, Marv, and the rest of the guys talking to the staff, I'm like, man, that's so cool because I don't have that memory. But also in terms of what you just said about you wishing you wouldn't have said anything, I don't think the fans understand what goes into that process, especially on day three. Yeah. or just throughout the draft in general. So, like, I think I'll de- I'll describe a little bit of what I went through, and then you can piggyback off what I said in terms of, like, relaying how that uh, how the process goes. So a lot of times right. teams will look out ahead to see who they can pick up in the future, and your agent can tell or communicate to these teams, like, hey, we have, a, like you just said, Minnesota looking at uh, – drafting Braden in the six well San Francisco doesn't have a pick until late six or mid seventh so then their Braden's agent or the agent of the player starts putting pressure on these teams like man like if we really want them like we should go ahead and draft them because the agent is telling us that you know so-and-so is already looking at them or maybe it can it, it can backfire like Braden what you what he just said and they're already looking at somebody else maybe they just went ahead and decided that they're going to go with that guy because it, it all happens so fast. Sometimes trades yep. are being traded, you know, that type of deal. Am I communicating that right? Yeah, no, 100%. You know, I think the reason why I slid so far for them is that the first, the teams that they knew that they were competing with already took tight ends. So it's a big old game, like mm-hmm. for everybody wondering, it's a big old game. Like we're playing games with them. They're playing games with us. They're playing games with other people. That's why all this yeah. is like weird. Like that's why some teams don't even talk to you until you get drafted, you know, cause like they don't want other teams to know certain stuff and it to get out to the media. Cause you know, like I imagine for them, once they saw the Cowboys and the bills take people and they know that they were interested in me, they're probably like, whew, all right, cool. We don't got to take him in the third. We could take him, you know, fifth if he makes it that far. Yeah. And so I was talking to my agent today. It sounded like, you know, they didn't expect to be able to get me in the fifth. So they took the dude in the third. And, you know, it's just a lot that goes into it, like you said, you know. So, like I said, I had two in the play. They didn't think they were going to get to me. Then they probably were looking at someone else. Then they looked up and they're like, oh, snap, he's still on the board. Hopefully he's there next round. And, you know, it, it happened how it did. But, yeah, it's just a big old game. Everybody's playing games with everybody. It's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. But, and then that those, like you said, like I, I am blessed because, I mean, no matter how, you know, when it was, I did get my name call. I got to see my name across the TV. Like you said, I got to yeah. have that phone call. I got to, you know, when I got the phone call and after I hung up, I got the glasses because I didn't know how I was going to react. If I would have been taken in the third, I don't know if I would have cried. Um, but like I started crying because like, like I, I waited, you know, so long. And like I was like, man, like it almost hit me that I was going to have to be an undrafted free agent. Then I got the call and I was like, finally, someone believes in me. And so I'm just sitting up there like I got off the phone and like everybody, every time I got on the phone, like you said, everybody's like. Yeah. And like, there's a couple times I was telling him, I was like, oh, it's nothing. It's just my agent. But this time, I, I you know, 
like one of my one of my best friends said like oh like i knew it was something when you kept on having to introduce yourself like hey how you doing like i'm good how are you he's like i knew it was something and so then like yeah. as i'm on the phone i could hear everybody like oh my god and so people are starting to like come into the room people are starting to take their phones out everything like that and so then like i don't say nothing my girl sitting next to me and i just whispered to her i'm like it's the niners and i just sit there and i have my hat on i have my shades on i'm just sitting there kind of laid back and i felt the tear coming on and i wiped it away i was i'm not gonna cry and then as it got closer and everybody started coming into the room cameras out and everything and all my parents all the elders came in and I, I started sending them tears, man. And then they called my name. And everybody bomb rushed me, man. And, you know, everybody picked me up off the couch. Like, I don't know if y'all saw the videos, but they picked me off the couch, picked me up off the couch. And I got to hugging everybody. I gave a little speech at the end. And then we went outside. I, everybody was telling me to jump in the pool. So I jumped in the pool and we were popping champagne. And it, it was a good old time. Like, <laughs> stuff like that, you know, you don't ever forget stuff like that. Like, those memories are going to be oh, great in your brain forever so i'm just Bro, glad just that i got to yeah yeah you know it's just yeah just hearing you talk about it, it. Yeah. yeah it's crazy and hey, this is all giving me goosebumps man i can't lie like both y'all have experienced this like got your own stories man i can't just wait and yeah, so, yeah man, I'm so man i know everything you put into it man it's just seeing that pay off man it's a it's a beautiful experience man like you know you there's multiple emotions you might feel. Like, I feel like if I would have been taking a third, I would have just been hype. But, like, I don't know. Because also, I'm not a big crier, but when it comes to stuff like this, you start to think about how much work you put into it and how much adversity you faced. And, like, like for me, I had my injury, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, man, like, I fought through all that. And, you know, then, I like, still, like, even to, like I said, even, like, going so late i'm sitting up there like man like nobody gonna give me no shot and then i'm like okay finally someone believed in me like that's all i needed so you know it's just a combination of things and like i said it didn't even like like build up or nothing like i was just sitting there and then like out of nowhere it's like like a stream and i was like yeah yeah but i'm telling you danny whatever you gotta do to sacrifice to get there bro to get to that moment, to be there with your family, to sit down, to get a call. I'm telling you, man, it's worth it. Because I, I know guys that were in this year's draft class that haven't got a call yet or that right. are waiting on a call. And they're just like, man, like, I don't – I wasn't expecting this. I, I don't know what to do. Or And then I, I know B. Willie and then I know Marv. And to see them as happy as they are, bro, I'm telling you, it's worth it. It is, so, man. Yeah, it yeah. just makes you want to go out and just work like just right after. Man. Yeah, uh, same here, man. I like you know. I mean, Alex touched on it before uh, we got on here, but you know, I got on live after I jumped in the pool. I'm all shirtless because you know I, I jumped in the pool and I got on a Zoom today with Coach Flurry and George Kittle came in the room and he was like, "I saw the little Instagram story." He's like, "We're gonna have to start a fine for being on social media with your shirt off." And I was like. <laughs> I was like, I'll take the fine, man. That's a once-in-a-lifetime deal. So, you know, I'll take it. He was just, you know, playing around with me oh. and stuff. But like, I, you know, like, just it's just an experience, man. Like, you can't even, like, yeah. it, it, you can't even start to describe, you know, how it feels and just be surrounded by all your people. 
you know, be, surrounding all your people in such a special moment. And like for me, I, you know, I keep my circle, you know, kind of small anyway. So like, like the people that were here, like, like I know genuinely care for me, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going back and looking at the videos of like people celebrating and people are like, you can hear it in their voices. Like when they yelling, you can hear it in their voices. You know, it's like a, there's yells and there's shouts. And, but like, when you hear like when you can hear the emotion of someone's voice, you know, it, it hits a little bit different. So experience of a lifetime, man. I'm glad I got to experience, man. But like I said, like I was watching all them picks come off the board, all them tight ends, man. Y'all know I got, I got my list. I got my list right here, man. <laughs> I got my list. All those are all the guys that went before you. Mm -hmm. uh, I got Good my list. Goodness. Fourteen. Fourteen with the names the and yeah, names and the places. And it's nothing personal to them, of course. You know, those a lot of those guys are cool. A lot of those guys are my guys. You know, but um, yeah. you know, it's just like man, like I I gotta make like um uh, like Alex said, like I gotta make them them folks pay because like how did I slip that far like. Nobody wanted to give me a shot. Like my stats, mm -hmm. a lot of my stats are speaking for itself. You know what I'm saying? You go back and look at my stats. I got one of the best stats in the class. You know, I, I you know, you like I did everything. My film jumps off. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just sitting there like, man, like I'm not gonna get a shot, and it looked like that. But like I said, it all happens for a reason. You know, it, God, God does it. You know, all for a reason. So. You know, just yes, got to go out there and make everybody pay. You know, I got to keep the door in and everything. So, hey, man, we know who you are. Sooner Nation knows who you are. We know what you bring to the table. Now you got the opportunity. It's your turn to go out there and to shine. And we got all the faith in you. So, yeah, man. I you certainly know. wish I could. Hey, if, the, if you ever need any motivation, bro, call me. Oh, call hey, me. Hey, Jay. <laughs> I I would love to say like oh man I'm gonna hit you up and you know which I am you know during training camp and be like hey man this is how it's going like I need some motivation but I ain't gonna lie bro seeing all them taking in front of me and me slipping as far as I did like that's all the motivation I needed to like the day before like I was like there was I didn't miss any days of working out like every day I've been working out like even during the draft the after the draft like. I haven't missed no days. I was up grinding and I was like, yeah, they're going to have to feel me. Cause like I was, even when I got picked, I was low key mad. I was mad at everybody. I'm mad at 31 teams. I'm telling everybody in here, I'm like, they think it's sweet. They think it's cool. Cause I'm smiling. They think it's cool. Cause I'm happy, but no, they're going to all have to feel me. I'm like, even the Niners, they got me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, everybody going to have to feel me, but yeah. I felt the same way. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, you're going to go out there and do it. You're going to use that motivation. Danny, hey, same thing for you, bro. You need some motivation on a Sunday, extra work, Saturday. Call Jay Hall. <laughs> call, I got I'm my right there. Hey, man, you just a phone call away. Hey, yo, man. Hey, speaking One of. about me, when I get mad, I'll carry that. I'll carry that heatedness until the next yeah. lifetime, boy. Like, I, I still remember the, like, the reason I went so hard in college is because how I was done in high school. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was, mm -hmm. I remember all that. So, you know, mm -hmm. I carry all that. So, I'm I'm gonna be cool, man. I'm gonna go in there, you know, chip on my shoulder. I'm gonna go out there going crazy. So, it's gonna be fun though. Hey, hey, make sure Kittle know your name, Weight Room Willie. Hey, yeah, <laughs> no, hey, yeah, man, good guy, man. Let Obviously, we kind of know him because of Coach Gundy and you know his ties to Oklahoma, anyways, but. 
cool yeah. guy, man. He texted me after I got drafted, and you know, we talked a little bit, and obviously we talked today, but real cool guy. Obviously, great, great player, and I, I'm excited to like learn a lot from him. You know what I'm saying? He does so much stuff that's really good, and obviously, you know, he's probably top two, if that, if number two, probably top one. Um, guy can do it all, block, catch, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's going to be a future Hall of Famer, and you just, I just love the way he played the game. So I'm excited to get it's it down there and learn from him. It's funny that they already brought up the Fonz because I remember when the tight ends that were already on the Giants brought that up. I'm like, bro, like, I'm going to have to free agent. I don't know what type of money you think I got. <laughs> but, bro, they're going to make up the dumbest stuff, bro, like – I don't know. It could be like not having a certain candy in the in the film room. Like, oh, they're going to find you for not bringing it or being late to something that they made you late to on purpose. It's going to be dumb, bro. But it, it, enjoy the moment. Um, I want to see you backflip into a fool after a Super Bowl or something like that. So I'm going yeah. to look at you. <laughs> yes, sir. For sure, especially <laughs> with the team I'm on, man. I got a stacked team, bro. I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? We like the Niners, that's a good organization, man. They that's a long line of winning, you know, and they got it, they got a squad mm-hmm. over there. So, you know, I'm excited, man. You just you made a stacked team even more stacked. So it just, you know, it's all gonna work out, man. It's gonna be fun. It will, it will. We're gonna come back for another update, but transitioning to the spring game, these studs. Hey, bro, before we even start, bro, what? <laughs> Danny, what type of face mask were you wearing, bro? Like, what <laughs> What linebacker was a face mask with no face? Like, what? Come on, bro. Like, all right, you know, you know, those, you know, the helmet. Like, it usually has like that visor. A lot of dudes in the NFL wear it, but like, I hate a visor. So nah, like, bro, don't make that seem normal. That was not normal. Bro, them helmets are tough. First off, the most comfortable helmet I've had, like, you have to scan it, and, like, and it's personally custom fit to your head. You know, I know, like, Dylan wore it last year for a little bit. And personally, you know, as long as it's comfortable, I, I, I use my head a lot, so I don't really care about the looks. You know, offensive <laughs> guys all about style. I'm all about comfortability. And if it, you know, if it makes me hit a little harder, I, I got a little cushion up there so I can really put my head into it. So if I'm taking on blocks, I know I got the extra support. Okay. I just need a, I need a visor. So you're usually supposed to have a visor. You know, it looks kind of cool. But uh-huh. I had to take the visor off. But Okay. Now, I mean, honestly, to, to your point, the defense was the star of the show of the spring game. Mm-hmm. You know, in my mm-hmm. opinion, I you know, I'm an offensive guy, so I was pretty much watching the offense most of the time. And uh, I didn't really – I didn't really feel like the offense got a chance to really show what they could do. I'm not sure if the playbook was was simple. But they did the offense so bad. Y'all were getting points off yeah. of everything. Deflections and sacks and you know what I'm saying? Y'all got points for everything and they got points for nothing. But Actually, but yeah, no, nah, the defense did look nah, really good though. You pay attention, they had to stop giving us points. I know they did. I did they did yeah, because y'all running up is like fifty five to thirteen. Or twenty one oh, or whatever yeah. it was, but they had to give the, start giving the offense points off, you know, just to kind of keep it close, kind of keep it going. Yeah, I didn't like, even realize that. Yeah, I, I remember when that happened, but but I mean, to y'all's point though, defense did look really good. Yeah. Like y'all looked really good, and I was like, okay, 
Right, I was kind of getting about. mad at the O-line because I couldn't tell if the defensive line was doing that good or if the O-line was just struggling. And I'm talking about the ones and the twos. Like, the twos yeah. was low-key whooping up on the ones. And I'm like, goodness. Yeah. Like, yeah it, was, it was a little mix of both. You know, we were kind of light on that O-line. You know, that's we a position. Yeah. Got to have depth there. Yeah. But also, at the same time, our D-line was, you know, you know how they, we'd be doing stunts and all sorts of stuff. So, we get more yeah. tough. Y'all play – I will say the defensive line plays some good games from from their point of view. The offensive line had a had a hard time organizing, especially the twos. I feel like I want I wanted to see a little bit more of Jackson Arnold. I feel like he uh he's gonna be a good player. You I know, told he, y'all, man. I yeah. told y'all I went to that first practice, bro. I told y'all me and DP were sitting up there, he was throwing darts, he threw this one ball, it was a post, he threw it over a backer into a hole and i was like yo i was looking around yeah. like yo this kid is ridiculous yeah he's gonna be nice man he's like that he's yeah, like he that is. he didn't get like i said i don't wish wish he had more opportunity but uh he, he's like that another guy who had a good performance um saw chuck that's my boy <laughs> two seven yes saw. Yeah, two seven. <laughs> no, i'm rolling with him all day bro people don't know but man tawi like, now, Todd, we had a great game, too. Because, like, throughout the whole spring, like, you know, if you could, like, if fans could see what he's done, yeah. bro does not go down. Oh, I know. Like, I've seen it yeah. from the practices I've there been so to. so many it's crazy. Clips, like, three dudes hit him. Like, he's like, he's like this. And somehow we'll put a hand up and he'd bounce right back up. And it's like. Yeah. It's funny you said that, Braden, because he does remind me of Mondre a little bit. He does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking. Oh, like with the quarterbacks, like since I've got here, the amount of quarterbacks that have been like through this program with arm talent is ridiculous. Like, yeah. I, I'm coming here, like, Spencer, Caleb, and Dylan, Jackson. You guys had Baker, Kyler, Jay Hurts. Like, Jay Hurts. I know. Wild. To think about that's that. the first question that people ask me. They'd be like, like throughout this whole process, like. How was it playing with all them great quarterbacks? You played with more great quarterbacks than guys that have been in the league 10 years. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's it's a blessing <laughs> for real. Yeah. No, I wasn't. Hey, off topic, though, let's just take a moment from a bald guy to admire Saul Chuck's hair. I don't know if y'all, like, watch the TV coffee, but, like, the the – the the headshot that they use of this man's hair is like in a pony bun or whatever. I don't know. It looks a lot better than Danny's right now, by the way. But uh, hey, we can talk, uh, talk about this another time because you guys can yeah. change the time on me. I took a three hour nap. Got a, we already talked about it in the beginning, but hey, we look good. Hey. So, um. Anyways, let me let me get off of Saw Chuck real quick, and Danny, um, we'll talk about your hair a little bit later. But I wanted to shout out a couple of guys that I thought were cool, Danny. These are on defense. I, th- it, it's funny, y'all, to our listeners, because before we got on, I told Danny to take notes of the defensive guys, and I would talk about the offense. But as I'm watching the spring game, I didn't really take too many notes on the offense, so I just started looking at the defensive guys. <laughs> um, Peyton Bowen, bro, look good, great. Yeah, looked great. Interception, came downhill a couple of times, nice tackles, pass breakup. Stog ran a corner. I I think Stog could have gave Oz to Peyton a little bit to hold him, but Peyton broke on the corner early down there in the north end zone. Great play by him. 
Um, Danny, uh, what do you what do you think of PB? What you thinking? Young guy, five star. Yeah, that dude's legit. I mean, I feel like you see him, Billy Bowman, and then Reggie, like yeah. all three back there. And bro, we're we're so deep in that secondary. Oh which yeah, is like it's insane, like how yeah. far we've come. And you know, that's just another young guy who's like, who's he's hungry to learn, bro. Like, you know, he's a, he has, and he has such good people to look up to at the same time. Like, he has veterans that are always giving him knowledge, and he's so talented. It all goes together that. You know, he's making strides every single day at practice. And, you know, he's not someone that's like – he gets in that film room, it's the same thing as on the field. And, you know, he's hungry and he's talented. And that's, that's a good combination right there. Mm-hmm. Like you said, that's a that's a nice trio back there on the back end. Yeah. Um, the, hey, Peyton Bowen. The, the, yeah, the Bowman. secondary looks good. Yeah. You can't forget about that one too, Keyshawn. So, uh, yeah, that's, Key. that's that are going to hit. Mm-hmm. Hey, another one on my list. Long, lengthy. I think they said he was at the cheetah position. Um, McCullough? Yeah, the son, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. now nah, I'm not going to lie. That was the one guy throughout all the spring practices that I went to, spring game, that impressed me the most. Every time I went to a practice, like, obviously, I know about the guys that, you know, I played with. Like, I know about you. I know about, yeah. you know, Billy and guys. But, like, out of the new guys, he was the one that, like, I was like, who is this guy? Oh, that's that's him? Okay. Yeah. All right. He's going to be he's gonna be nice. But, yeah, y'all got, y'all got a nice little secondary uh, linebacker core right there because, well, he plays the Cheetah, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, kind of his deal. You know, we had just, like, D. White at Cheetah. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of just playing with the cards we had. And, you know, Coach Venables, you know, he had Isaiah Simmons, bro, like a long, lengthy dude who could play all over the field. And, you know, Desan reminds me so much. I, I like that because, you know, as a freshman, he played rush end. Like, that's like what Nick Benito played. And then for mm-hmm. him to come in here and having to play, like, which on our defense, the Cheetah's like, it's, it's an easy position to learn, but it's the most, like, physically challenging position because you're out there covering. That's, like, you're in mm-hmm. run fits, you're, you're having to guard the sail routes. And so – you know, it took him a second to get the hang of it, but then you know he started. It started clicking for him. You know, he's able to pump, come downhill. He's able to play in the post. Like to have a player so versatile like that, it's huge for our defense. And he's able to just cover so much ground because that length. And man, like once he gets going, he's he gets going. You know, you see them legs start moving. Yeah. And, uh, actually, I don't think Sooner Nation knows this because like, the first time he was at my house, I'm, he's like, well, I'm like, what's your name? He's like, oh, they call me Slim Reaper. So I guess that's his nickname, the Slim Reaper. I guess, I guess that hasn't been like figured out yet. But yeah, we call him Slim hey, Reaper. We need him on the podcast. Oh, right hey, now and now sooner they should go call him the Slim Reaper because I mean Slim you know Reaper? how the names on this thing come off. Yeah. Hey, it, it works because I seen hey. him. Hey, Jay Hall, I've I seen like him it. practice. I've seen him at practice blow stuff up in the yeah. backfield. I'm like, yo. Yeah. No, I'm, not gonna <laughs> like lie. I'm not gonna lie. The name. The name sounds very fitting because the next thing I was going to say is he came down a couple of times and for a slim dude, he bringing the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. he And yeah. that's not normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. But I like that. The Slim Reaper. Even, hey, speaking of Slim Reaper, Kip Lewis, I don't know if y'all watched that game. You know, he's he's a younger guy and, you know, he's mm. he's. He's getting Smitty built, but he had a, he had a great game, bro. He was playing. I always fast. said was, Kip is going to be good. I said He's, Kip yeah. is gonna be good. He just needs to add weight. But I, we, me, DP, we said with how his movement skills and his instincts, we always said he was gonna be good. But like you said, yeah. once he gets Smitty built, he's gonna be solid. But y'all's linebacker room is 
kind of stacked now. I mean, who's it started? It's you and uh, Jaron and Jaron. Uh, yeah, and me. Well, right now it's Justin Harrington. So oh, Justin. Harrington. Okay, but yeah, Jay Harrington is a great. He's sounds like he's been exactly. playing really well too. So. So, I mean, we really got so many guys, bro. You can mix and match. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, they could move me to Mike, you know, move Jaron to Will, move Desan to Will. It's just a matter of him just learning everything. And then, you know, we're so interchangeable, bro. Like, we finally yeah. have a good amount of depth there, you know, young guys that, you know, we're just going to keep getting better and better. Yeah. You know? I like Jared. If his instincts could get better, mm -hmm. like, if y'all all naturally grow at like the same rate, which y'all all young, well, the, I'm talking about the younger guys. Mm -hmm. The sky's the limit, and B. Will knows we hardly ever talk about the – well, I'm not going to say – I don't know. I don't know if I can make this sound better than what it is, but we hardly ever talk about the defense. I'm not even going to lie to you. So it's kind of exciting, <laughs> like, just talking about the defense for the first time. Uh, actually, another name I wrote down was um the defensive end, Thomas. Oh, oh yeah. Mason Our Thomas? Mason. Our yeah. Mason. Bro, oh, hey, Jay, I told you about him last year. Our race has been yeah. tough. No, nah, you did, but that, that was, like, my first time actually, like, hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, our Mason is that, that that Really, he came in his freshman year, and he made a name for himself in fall camp. Immediately. Like, that was a dude that was just making plays young and early. Yeah. And, bro, another dude's going to be like, is PJ? I was getting ready to say, PJ, man, he looked like he's going to be a stud when he get older, boy. I mean, you see what his brother did at the draft, bro. Ran a well, like a four three nine, four five, yeah, or basically a four four. Yeah, he ran a four four nine, but yeah, he was two eighty five. He's the heaviest player to hit a four four, bro. Wild. Wait, you said who did this? PJ's his older brother. brother. His oh, older brother went to Northwestern. Hey, say his full name so the so the audience knows. At a Pudju, at the Warray. Some the last name's probably messed up, but I know his first name's Adapaju. Yes, sir. At the Warre. Nah, he looks very athletic. Like just dude, he's gonna be a freak of nature. And yeah. And then as an older guy, bro, we got Rondell Bothroyd coming in from mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, he, he looks good too. Yeah. And he, he's talented, man. He could literally play any position. And man, I, I know Trace Ford, you know, I, I know that name in the past, you know, wasn't too like coming from Oklahoma State. But now that we got him, you know, it's going to be a big addition for us on that D-line, just adding depth yeah. there. I just need him to produce, bro. I don't care where he came from before. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's definitely going to do that. You know, he was he was kind of coming off of something. But, you know, we got him later in spring ball, and he just made plays on first scrimmage. He had, like, yeah. first scrimmage back, he had, like, three sacks. Mm. And we were like, okay, okay. Okay. For himself. Bro, this is exciting. This is, what like, about, new uh, territory for the podcast. What about uh, Reggie? The uh, DB. I heard everybody's been telling me uh, from Texas Tech. He, I, everybody's been telling me he looks good. He looked great during spring. So, oh yeah, no, nah, for sure. He's he's another guy. He's a sure tackler, man. Like he's gonna find the ball and he's gonna make a play on it. You know, kind of just he, our defense. You know, takes a second for those new guys to come in and pick it up. But you know, the the, the difference from this year and last year is you know everyone was learning the defense last year. Like it right. was everyone's at ground zero trying to build upon it. And now we have guys that are able to like help explain it. So those right. younger guys are coming in and just able to pick it up faster and faster. And then we can get rolling quicker. And then everyone's able to fly around much better. And so that's kind of the biggest change here. Cause you know, compared to, you know, previous systems, you kind of just had to know like a little bit of your assignment, but coach Venables, you got to know 
what every single person has to do because it's so detrimental and run fits, you know, pass responsibilities, you know, knowing where your help's at. Because there's a lot okay. of times where, you know, we're passing stuff off, you know, we're picking stuff up from the other side. Yeah. Run fits, you got to know when you're a spill player, lever player, and when you're filling in the run through. And that's just something that, you know, it takes a while to figure out, especially with mm-hmm. young guys. And, you know, that was a big thing that we had from, you know, early on the season, you know, not being able to fit some runs that kind of cost us some big games, you know, Baylor and uh, K-State. And that's just something that, you know, every single day we're coming in, we're working on. And, you know, we're, we're doing it like it's like it's nothing. And okay. so it's going to be a huge, you know, huge difference. And I'm just excited to show everyone what Coach Donald was going to be able to do in year two. That's mm-hmm. good stuff. That's good stuff. Danny, you're our point of contact now for the team. So when we get to fall camp, we need accurate predictions on the young guys, okay? Because so far, I think, in my opinion, I think Braid and I are like two two for two, like two oh, years yeah. in a row in our predictions. I think, shoot, matter of fact, you're one. You're you're like one of our first ones. <laughs> yeah, fast. You never forget that story. But, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I want to bring it back though on the offense side of the ball. This guy needs some credit, bro. Gavin Freeman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This guy, first off, he's not afraid of nobody. Like he'll <laughs> he'll make people miss, get pushed over last second, and he's ready to fight. Like, yeah. bro, will get up and like it's it's like seeing like a miniature Drake Stoops. And I was going to say. Just from the offensive perspective, um, I'm happy to see him continuously show up. You know, he got a couple of catches, a uh, few missed targets, but he's Gavin somehow seems to keep putting himself in the picture. Like you just said, like Drake Stoops. Like I remember when Drake first came on, it wasn't like he was doing anything spectacular, but it was just like, okay, here's Drake. There's Drake again. And he just it always seems to be the up. same thing with Gavin. Yeah, it's like, okay, there's Gavin. There's Gavin again. He got a sweep um, during the spring game. I'm like, okay, that looks familiar. He just needed B. Willie back out there blocking non-people for him. But no biggie. Um. Uh, bro, to see, like, bro, to see, like, in practice, to see a white guy, like, catch a screen, he was running down and hurdled a dude. Like, just straight up, like, yeah, bro. and, like, on the I'm, defensive sideline. And we're like, yeah. yo, like, this dude, like, this dude's legit. Yeah, Jay, the first uh, practice I came back to after I was traveling and everything, right before, like, you know, the week before the spring game, Gavin Freeman yeah. goes up and he, like, goes for a jump ball and literally jumps, like, five feet off the ground. He's so high that he really – he high points it, but he, like, it dropped into his mm-hmm. body. He jumped so high. I and, like, everybody was like, what? I was like, yeah, bro. Yeah, he had been covered all spring. Like I remember, I know the exact play, and the thing was he he didn't moss it. It was Desan. Like that's a six foot five like defender, and yeah. he high points all like bro, it's insane. And then yeah. bro, another young guy that's gonna be good. You know he's you know we got a lot of running backs, but Caleb Hicks, and that <sighs> dude is a he's a freak of nature. Like, yes, bro. We had, mm-hmm. we, it was like our first scrimmage, and like you know it was like kind of towards the end, so like the younger guys are getting reps. And this man, small, like in the gap, jumped over a dude, like running full speed, got the ball, hurdled him, and then scored. And bro, he couldn't believe it. It was so crazy. Yeah, I'm I sorry. put money down on him. I put money down on him. I know, I know who you're talking about because when y'all were doing that red zone competition, he scored the first touchdown. I was like, "Who's that?" He's kind of nice. And they're like, "It's freshman. His name's Caleb Hicks." And I was like, "Like, how's he been doing?" They're like, "He's nice." And I was like. 
Okay, I can kind of tell because that look that looked different right there. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'll put money down on that one too. Danny, what about you? I think you look good. How how are you feeling? What do you think about your own performance? Yeah, man, I think you know taking my my game to that next step. You know, as a young guy, you know, I had you know I had good stats, but I didn't feel like I dominated as much as I should have. You know, I think going into year three, that's where I really want to take that next level. Where you you hop on that field, like you know what time it is. You know, I think as a young guy, you're kind of you're playing like reactive based football, and I think you know coming to year three, I think it's going to know where I'm kind of have that level of anticipation where. You know, I've seen these plays a thousand times. I know how to fit the counters. I know how to find the overs. And, you know, I'm able to do that, do my job and, you know, kind of really lead the other guys around me as well. Yeah. You know, kind of bring everyone with me, you know, call them, call them, call them up, not call them out. And so, yep. you know, I really just want to be, feel more in that, like that leadership role. You know, I kind of was doing that later on in the year, but just build upon that, you know, and really get with some other old guys and really build that, like that culture and that standard that we need from Team 129. No, you're right, bro. I remember when K9, we're playing against Army, and you you know he has like um, nearly 30-something tackles. And I remember after that, it's like his presence was known. And yeah. so now you're at the point where you need to, like you said, bring people up, you know, and, and let your presence be known, you know. It, it shouldn't be a shadow of a – without a shadow of a doubt who the leader is. Like our – I remember, and I was telling Jordan Kelly this when I was there after the game. We were just talking about being a leader. I remember Coach Riley said to me, this is, I think this is like year three. He said, Jay Hall, have I ever told you it's too much? And I really sat there, and I was just like, nah. He's like, so what's stopping you from, from bringing more? And I really, and I really had to think about that, bro. That was like some of the best advice I ever got, you know. And it's the same thing I told Braden last year. Like, let your presence be known and practice it. If you got to be an a hole, you know, and just get on with some guys, like make coach be like, all right, D, I got it. Go ahead, you good? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So not for sure. I think you know. I think last year you didn't kind of like you got to have that level. Like you got to do something on the field to really get that that respect. I think, you know, I'm at that point right now where you know, I've, you know, I've got, I've earned that respect and now I just got to use it, you know, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I, I think it also to, you know, throw my little tidbit on there. I also think that my biggest advice to you for this upcoming season is like, you know, we're talking about respect from the team. Of course, you're going to get that. Like everybody's seen what your body of work and, you know what I'm saying? See who you are and everything now. So you're going to get that respect from the team. But now it's a, not even about getting respect from the team. It's about getting respect from the rest of the conference, too, to the fact mm-hmm. where when you when you go and play somebody, they telling you how you are a part of their game plan. And that's how it was for me. Like, you just got to go on the field and, like, basically know you're the biggest bad A on the field and the other team know that, too. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that, that's the biggest thing, knowing and believing that. Like, true down in your soul, like, when you walk on this field, like, I'm the baddest MF out here. Like, I am the yeah. baddest. Like, nobody can mess with me. And once you take it to – once you have that confidence and you start playing like that, bro, I promise you. Because, like, Jay Hall said, I remember when K-9 
nine tapped into that, bro, and he started like people started playing so well around him. People started playing so like when you got a guy that people can believe in and get behind and know that like he gonna take the charge. He gonna start it off. Like he gonna start the whole game plan off. Like you don't gotta worry about that first drive. He all over the place making plays. When people got a guy that they know they can follow into battle like that, bro, I promise you the rest of the defense gonna come along and y'all finna go through start running stuff. But it, it has to start with you and it has to start with you knowing that you're the best player that's gonna be on that field. Not mm-hmm. for sure, man. And then just looking back, I like I like just motivation. We were talking about that earlier and when those people getting drafted before you, bro, like never felt more disrespected than being that big 12, like honorable mention. I'm pretty sure I was like, yeah, like, I just felt like, bro, I, I'll be, I'll have a heavy lift on that, on that, like on that bench or on that squad. And bro, like that's what gets me fired up for everything. Like just remembering mm-hmm. stuff like that. And that's really what you got to have. And so like, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of grateful for it because I'm like, all right, thanks for lighting that fire under my ass. Cause now I'm really about to show you what I'm really going to do. Cause like realistically as a sophomore at first year defense, you're kind of like, you're not clueless, but you don't really know what's going on. And for, I think, you know, for what I accomplished, for what I was able to accomplish last year, kind of, you know, not really understanding things was kind of a miracle. And so now having that level of experience, having that motivation, you know, I think it's, it's really going to be just, you know, the sky's the limit for our defense. Mm-hmm. Fellas, I'm proud of you both. Danny, I'm excited for the upcoming season. Same to you, B-Willie. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, man. Hey, look, man, I know – I know you got a lot of people coming after you and all this type of stuff and you just, you know, about to get signed or whatever. But in the future, if you ever need like a financial advisor, you know what I'm saying? If you want to sit down with good old Jay Hall and we could talk, hey. cha-ching, you know, just give me a call. It's funny <laughs> you say that. I was talking to my agent about that today. So, <laughs> I mean, if I could have one of my best friends be my financial advisor, somebody that I trust, I didn't, you know, he had my back on the field. I done had his. We done bled and sweat together. That's a win-win right there. Yeah, man. Hey, nah, but for real, for our listeners, um, a lot of you guys ask me in person what I'm up to now. So just to give you guys a little bit of life, the update, uh, I'm currently almost done with my interview process to work for Edward Jones. So Edward Jones is an investing and basically a savings company for anything and everything. It could be saving to buy a house. It could be retirement. Uh, whatever you need and the way financial advising works is I'm pretty much my own company. So I would be like, let's just say you're listening and you're my client. So I would be your advisor, but I also have the back office of Edward Jones to assist me with anything that I need. And so I'd work through them by working through you. And so um, I'm currently studying for my license and everything. So, so for those who are in that field, I'm studying for my SIE, which is the prerequisite to the seven, and then I'll have to take the 66. So it'll be a few months until I'm licensed and everything, but uh, Brayden, you got a few months to get paid for anyway. So I got time. Uh, <laughs> I think it's good too. No, but in all seriousness, y'all. I think it's good too, because now I got someone that like, like if you are my financial advisor and you're like, be will, now listen to me. You have a budget of five thousand, whatever. <laughs> Do not go over there, and I'll be like, "Okay, Jay." He like, "No, I'm serious." <laughs> like anybody else, I'll be like, "Okay, whatever." And he's like, "All right, Jay, oh, I got you, bro. I got you." Nah, bro. And, and all honesty, though, if I was your advisor, I'd just be like, "Yo, just wait. Like, there's no rush to like buy or invest into a house or anything. Like, you'll be good." So, right. 
but but anyways um danny same thing to you and all that type of stuff but uh nah y'all that's uh that's where i'm at in life right now that's the path i'm going down um becoming a financial advisor with edward jones um i also still have aspirations of running my own hedge fund so more on that later if you really want to know the nitty-gritty details i'll talk about it more on the future in my other podcast with caleb kelly and patrick fields people over paper so ladies and gentlemen i think that's all we got for this episode of the podcast fellas any shout outs anybody else you want to talk about touch on before we leave there is because honestly i would feel disrespected if i didn't bring up this young cat you know i kind of feel bad i didn't talk about earlier but Josiah Wagner is another person that y'all need to keep your eye on. He's a young corner. corner? Yeah. Okay. Light skin? Yes. Yeah, bro, young yeah. corner, light skin, yeah. They could mm-hmm. call him, like, Pitbull or something because, bro, he is scrappy. Like, dude is 160 pounds, doesn't, is not afraid to use his body, and honestly, he had probably the best spring out of anyone. Like, okay. he was day in and day out. We were light at the corner, and he made a name for himself. Josiah. So I, had to, I had to get that off my chest. Okay. I did. Hey, I did bro. Hey, side note. Quest. Side note. When the season comes, Danny, I'm gonna need you to stop all this coaching sorority girls in seven on seven football. Okay. Hey, man. I, you know, I, I had, had, had some free. I had some free time. Actually, matter of fact, all the guys. You know, we had like fifth, like twenty of the dudes were all coaches of us. So we we coached against each other. And you know, if it wasn't for my roommate, actually, he won the whole thing. And it's because he he basically had like Michael Jordan out there. They he had one girl who was. Bro, all over the field. I, I couldn't, you know, X's and O's, but at the end of the day, it's Jimmy's and Joe's. So I couldn't do nothing about it. <laughs> you know, I just didn't have the players, but, you know. Honestly, um, I'm not even mad at you. That's a smart way to spit game. Hey, I'm your coach, but let me holler at you after practice. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all are saying about going to Ulta, going to Target, hey, Coachman's sorority. I'm in powder puff, whatever they call it. <laughs> really, hey, you get on it. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I still haven't found my one in Target yet, bro. It's 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 sad times out here for Jay. It's coming. It's a, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, that is all we have for this episode of the podcast of the Prairie. Appreciate you for tuning in. Shout out to B Willie Niner Gang. Shout out to D Sluts making his way. Shout out to Jay Hall for figuring out life. All right, deuces. <laughs> deuces. <laughs>